0: It's where America's pastime and the Iowa Hawkeyes meet. It's the conversation you want to be in on. Talking Iowa Hawkeye baseball. It's Hawkeye Baseball Talk with Andrew Brown and Zach Mackey. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome on and
1: welcome all. You're listening to Hawkeye Baseball Talk, and more importantly, you're listening to Hawkeye Baseball Talk Extra this is the time where we put a little bit more into our show so much that we can't fit it all into one segment so we have an additional extra segment extra feature which we bring in and going to try and do each and every week just for you and this go-round it definitely deserves its own separate time frame and i'll tell you why in just a bit first and foremost uh... sorry for the lateness of the normal show which will be posted later Today, as we're dropping this on Friday, May 3rd, we had just a little time frame issues, but nonetheless, still a lot of great talk that you'll want to listen into. This will be big here for this weekend series as Iowa welcomes in 25th ranked UC Irvine to Dwayne Banks Field. Uh, Please continue to check out the show on many different platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes, KXNO.com, iHeartRadio, and more. And If you don't really like going to those sites, though, it's okay. Just check out the show's official Twitter page, at Hawkeye underscore talk, and we'll have a ton of great things there for you. So please check that out. Uh, We'll have episodes and more content, which will be coming up shortly. But check out those for every show, as we'll have each and every week we drop shows on the show's official Twitter page. All right, ladies and gentlemen, enough about all of that. Again, we are dropping this show on Friday, May 3rd, in lieu of the weekend series against UC Irvine. And the big reason why we had to make it a separate segment is because I had the chance earlier on this morning to catch up with the man who steers the ship for Iowa baseball. Now in his sixth season as the head coach, the guy who has brought so much success to Iowa baseball, he is the one, he is the only, Rick Heller. coach glad to have you back on the show it's it's always a great time when we get to talk with you and break down Iowa baseball through your mind you know it's been about a week or two since we last talked to you and certainly a lot of highlights that have gone on since then especially this past week Uh, again a great week which we'll talk about but first and foremost coach thanks for joining the show Uh, how you doing today
0: doing great doing great big day for us big weekend coming up and Excited to uh, get to the field um, tonight and, and, and get the series started with Irvine.
1: Now, Coach, before we dive into the big stuff here, I want to give a shout-out to a big milestone that you touched up on here this week. And for those who don't know, head coach Rick Heller earned his 200th win as an Iowa head coach this week on Wednesday in the 8-7 win over Western Illinois. It also marked his 900th career win as a collegiate head coach. Now, Coach, you have always been one of the most humble individuals I've ever talked to. You've always mentioned that it's about the players and it's about the team. The team earns the win, not the individual. But I still got to give you your due, the respect that you deserve, because you do steer the ship. You do implement successful protocols, and Iowa has been successful in large part because of you initially when you found out about this 200th win what was your what was your initial reaction what were your initial thoughts or was it even a thought to begin with
0: well that one kind of snuck up on me I hadn't thought about it too much but um um uh, you know it was um, it was a bit of a surprise and just I don't know just like you said I always think about all the good assistance we've had and uh, you know all the guys that 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 aren't here, the players that were here in the beginning when we got to Iowa that that really bought in and, and worked hard and to change, um, you know the culture and the program and 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 the guys who've carried that forward and, and, and like I said, you know Marty Marty Sutherland's been with me the whole time and you know was with me for a long time at UNI and you um, and I you know the hard work that Marty puts in and great job he does and all the other assistants that have been here in the past and who are here now, um, are just such a good group of guys. And it's just a, you know, it gives you, you know, when those things pop up, it, it gives you a chance to kind of reminisce about the, uh, you know, the good things, uh, in the program and, and all the good people that have helped you, know, the administrators, uh, you know, a lot of guys have come and go here and there, but all of them have a piece of, of the program and, and contributed to that. And, all the captains and the guys on this year's team that have just been amazing with all that we've had to go through and fight. So, yeah, you don't spend too much time on it, but, you know, for an hour or so, you know, that's kind of what I tell tell, tell myself to do. You need to sit sit back and, and, and give thanks to all those who've, who've helped.
1: Once again, everybody, you're listening to Hawkeye Baseball Talk with Andrew Brown and Zach Mackey. We have on Hawkeye Extra right now, we're speaking with the one and only head coach, Rick Heller. And as we continue to talk about success here, Coach, you and your coaching staff this year have made a very successful team. And it's almost comical when you think back to the beginning of the season. There were 16 new faces to this roster, many of whom had never even touched the, a Division One level before. And then on top of that, you lose two premier assistant coaches who are now members of the Yankees organization, and you, you lost them within a matter of weeks away from the start of the season. Now you fast forward to right now, and you're in the running for a Big Ten title, fourth in the Big Ten conference, and you're in the running for another NCAA tournament bid. When you look back at that faithful media day before the season began, did you ever feel like this team was capable of being as accomplished as they are right now as being a premier team in the big ten with a chance at not only a big ten title but another tournament bid
0: well it, it 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 definitely was a we knew it was going to be a challenge with all that was going on it wasn't easy and that, you know a lot of guys would have to step up and um and not make excuses and they can you know it's the buy-in had to be at a high level. Uh, and, and this team has been really good from day one in the fall as far as uh, the camaraderie and the chemistry of this group. And uh, the captains on this team have done a really nice job. You know, Cole McDonald and, and Kyle Schamp on the pitching staff. And then um, Mitch Bow and Chris Whalen on the position player side. If you don't have good leadership, uh, you know, in your clubhouse, you have no chance. Uh, of having success when stuff happens that is out of your control like it did this season and and then add the injuries you know in week two we you know we started the season probably as healthy as we had been at any point in time in in my career at iowa felt great about the shape we were in as far as the, the players and then boom all of a sudden it, it went awry and you know we lose we lose three pitchers that we thought would be heavy contributors to the team. And then Tanner Padgett, who at the time was our leading hitter, and hot and um, you know a big presence in the middle of the lineup that, that we really needed after the guys we lost with Deuce from Cropley last year. He goes down with a hamstring and, and, and basically is just now starting to come back and, and you know, to overcome all of that um, and, and be in the position we're in with 10 games left in the season. You know, I couldn't be prouder of a group of guys. Um, you know, you know, for whatever we had, a lot of things to play for. But um, you know, if the season ended today, you know, what a what a what a great effort uh, by these guys uh, to get us into a situation where we could reach all of our goals that we set at the beginning of the year. With ten games left, we can like you said, we can still we can still reach every goal that we set.
1: And as we continue to talk about impactful individuals, whether it be players and coaches. Let's move on to a this past week's worth of action as that accolade goes to the one and only Zeb Adrian. A phenomenal series, a phenomenal week this past week as he touched up his first career home run, batted an average of .556 with five RBIs, three doubles, and also a big note to give a shout-out to Brendan Sure, the Big Ten Freshman of the Week. Uh, But, again, going back to Adrian, you know, he had a little bit of an injury scare there, but we'll get to that in a bit. I mean, man, this guy has been swinging a very hot bat as of late. Really seems the ball well, both elevated and side to side. He really is one of those that kind of a a disciple of you to the T here, Coach. Patience at the plate yields success, and that is exactly what he has done. What are your thoughts on just Brandon Schur's week here, Coach? What it's been like, and really what has allowed him to be so successful?
0: Yeah, he he's been hot and swinging the hot bat for us uh, the last couple of weeks, and not just not just getting hits, but a lot of extra base hits, driving in runs, and driving in key runs with clutch hits and, and two out hits and everything that helps you win win baseball games and he's been very instrumental in, in us winning the last two series with Nebraska and Ohio State and that- Zeb was a uh, you know an all-American at Southeastern Junior College. Uh, he led the country in doubles I believe his freshman year. Um and and that's the thing that we really really liked about Zeb was that um you know he hit he hit a ton of doubles and in, in in by belief of of offensive statistics uh doubles are a big one and doubles win games and drive in runs and uh you know zeb is a guy that can definitely do that he 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 struggled some early in the season especially against uh left handers um but but has been fairly consistent for us all year long he plays it he can play first base um you know he gives you a lot of options um you know and gives it we we were platooning him you know we were playing playing zeb against right handers and um not against the lefties, Um, and here lately we're trying to get more at-bats against the left-handers and see if it would carry over um, uh, to to the left-handed pitching as well as the right.
1: Hawkeye Baseball Talk with Andrew Brown and Zach Mackey. We have Hawkeye Baseball Talk Extra as we are joined with Rick Heller, the head coach for the University of Iowa baseball team. He joins us now, and as we continue to talk, we'll continue the conversation on Zeb Adrian. Uh, and fortunately, despite a, kind of, I guess, a coming out week for him, an amazing week for him, he suffered an injury along with Mitchell Bowe in the Ohio State series. For those who were not aware or did not catch it here, Coach, can you take us through that injury, uh, what the status is like of, of both Adrian and Mitchell Bowe, and then who we might expect to see as replacements in the near future until both of those guys are ready to come back?
0: Like you said, we we had a bad situation happen on Sunday at Ohio State late in the game, and Mitch Bo, our, our senior captain, um, you know, four-year starter for us, um, ran. He and Zeb ran into one another, and with uh, was a was an in-between fly ball, um, and unfortunately, Zeb Zeb is out tonight for sure. We're hoping that we get him back tomorrow, but um, it could be Sunday. Uh, but Zeb will be back. And, we're very happy about that he's got a pretty good shiner in his on his eye <laughs> and then um, you know unfortunately mitch took the the, the worst of it and um, has four fractures in his face and had to have surgery this past Tuesday. and um you know we're hoping that um, we can find a way to get a mask and that the healing goes well and goes quickly and that that Mitch has a chance to possibly play uh, before the end of the season um but you know we'll have to play that by ear just. Really, a bad bad situation for both of them. Uh, you know, both of them weren't going so well, and and mean so much to the team. And and Mitch being a senior, you know, you sure hate for him to have to go out that way after what he's done for our program and what he's meant to our program. So, um, another another obstacle that that um, you know is thrown in the team's way. And 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 you hit on the other guy, Brendan Sure. I mean, Brendan will be the guy who fills in for Mitch at second base and. Um, you know, timing is good with with Brendan as he's been playing third for us a lot lately, and he um, he has been hot as well. I mean, he, he's confident, he's playing great defensively, and he's driving the baseball, getting on base. Um, had a really good night against Western Illinois. Followed the good weekend up uh, with another uh, good game on Wednesday against Western. I think he had three hits and hit his first home run of, the, of his career down at Ohio State on Friday night to give us the lead. And he, Brendan's been playing, you know, you know, playing extremely well right now.
1: Hawkeye Baseball Talk with Andrew Brown and Zach Mackey. This is Hawkeye Baseball Talk Extra, as we are joined by the one and only head coach Rick Heller. And now, Coach, you bring up something interesting there that I, I, I've really seen a progression with the Hawkeyes, and I know you have too, and that's against left-handed pitching in general. At the beginning of the season, the first third, you saw not a great trend, a really slow start out of the gates as this team hit roughly around 150, if not slightly better, against left-handed pitching. This time around, they're hitting anywhere in the 230 to 250 mark against left-handed pitching, if not better. And with that, a very noticeable improvement for the Hawkeyes against left-handed pitching this past weekend being a big highlight of that as they posted a mark of over 220 against left-handed pitching while they took on Ohio State in Columbus. Overall here, Coach, how would you rate how your team has been able to handle left-handed arms this season, and how have you liked the progress that they have made up to this point?
0: Well, Andrew, you hit it on the head. We, we did start out um, slow uh, against the lefties, and, and each team has to kind of find its niche and find... You need to see it. You need to see lefties to to get good at um, you know hitting off of them, and then you need to have bats to find out who's going to handle them on the you know the left-handed hitters. And this team has a lot of balance and a lot of guys that can interchange and and, and had you know solid depth of, of quality players. Um, and and then the more we started to see the left-handers, um, you know, the numbers started to even out, and our at-bats against the left-handed pitchers have been much improved and it's nice having Tom Gorzolani on our staff as our pitching coach because Tom can throw uh, quality batting practice from the left side we train every day versus the lefties and the righties Um, but it you know it just takes takes some at-bats and I felt like you know the last two weekends we've seen some really good left-handed pitchers both from Nebraska and from and from Ohio State and I thought like you said we handled them very well and I don't think there's a big discrepancy one way or another at this point in time we kind of know who we're going to play and who we're not against the left-handers uh, you know different lineups for for each
1: now bringing that to the forefront of this weekend series coming up starting tonight here coach how do you feel that'll play out against UC Irvine
0: tonight and this weekend uh, we're back to a righty-dominated staff from Irvine. We'll see three three right-handed starters, is my guess. They they flipped their rotation. Um, they flipped their rotation and moved their Sunday guy to Saturday, uh, and they PBA'd on Sunday. So, not sure what they're going to do. Maybe the the Sunday starter um, had been throwing, you know, very well uh, for them. Maybe as well as anybody on their staff. He's got the lowest batting average against at 167 and. 60 strikeouts and 16 walks. And I'm guessing they wanted to make that move here this week in their bye week to get ready for their the end of their conference run and conference tournament and regional tournament because they probably want him to throw game two. And I'm guessing they'll still throw uh, you know the brew breaker kid on, on Sunday after they see what happens on Friday and Saturday. But, yeah, so to your point, it, it has improved.
1: Once again, everybody, you are listening to Hawkeye Baseball Talk with Andrew Brown and Zach Mackey. We have here on Hawkeye Extra the one and only Rick Heller, head coach for the University of Iowa Baseball program. He joins the show to talk about the Hawkeyes and their upcoming series against UC Irvine. Before we get to that, though, Coach, I want to talk on position battles just quickly here. One of the position battles that has been up in the air—it's been really uh, competitive this past season, basically all the way through through the halfway point—has been the third base battle. We've seen a number of different a number of different players get their opportunity to shine there, uh, but still, it looks like as though we may not have a fully solidified individual at that spot. Although it seems a lot more solidified than it did at the beginning of the season, what can you tell us about that battle right now? Is it more solidified than we think, or is it more of a platoon type scenario?
0: Well, it's really just kind of by. It's more of a matchup situation, not so much a platoon position situation at third. Um, you know, both Lorenzo, Elon, and and Matt Sosa have had several chances to to win the job and be the everyday guy. Um, both uh, the first half of the season struggled defensively. Um, Lorenzo got hurt. He hurt his groin and was out for. Uh, a pretty, pretty good chunk of time, almost three weeks. He's now healthy. Um, he hadn't been given a start since he was, uh, back uh, to hundred percent. Matt had been playing and, and really had, had solidified it on the defensive side. He was making plays consistently and offensively. He, he, you know, he wasn't putting up, you know, the greatest, the greatest numbers, but he was, I thought doing a really nice job at the bottom of the order, getting on base. Some, he had some clutch hits, uh, the good thing about Maddie, he's a good hit-and-run guy. He can bunt uh, and and had really done a nice job. Um, Brendan Brendan really hadn't been given the full-out chance to play it and, and win the job, and, and we felt like um, he had been swinging it really well in practice and in our uh, simulated game stuff midweek when we weren't playing uh, a real game. And we just decided we were going to give him a shot, and he's kind of ran with it now with Mitch getting hurt that that changes things um you know we were if mitch was healthy we were pretty set on brendan just playing it out with with matt and Lorenzo. you know spelling him from time to time um but now we're back to you know trying to decide if it's going to be Matt or if it's going to be lorenzo and and you know based on uh the stuff we know about their swings we try to match up um the, the best pitching situation for each one of them. And the thing about Lorenzo too is we know that Lorenzo is the type of guy that he can get hot and he can carry it for a couple of weeks and that'd be great here at the season. If, if we could get his back going, um, you know, like it was at times last season, he just, he's had a rough, rough go. He got to a slow start and then the injury. And, um, you know, I, I know that there's a hot streak in there. If, um, you know, if, if he's out there every day, it's just tough when Matt's playing so well and, and Brendan was too.
1: Once again, everybody, you're listening to Hawkeye Baseball Talk with Andrew Brown and Zach Mackey. You're listening to Hawkeye Talk Extra as we are conversing with the one and only head coach for UI Baseball. That is Rick Heller. And as we continue to talk more, Coach, I want to move on to the pitching side of things. And, man, we've already given a lot of credit to this starting rotation of yours, and rightfully so. But right now, I want to dive into the back end, more the bullpen and the back end of that rotation. Coming into this season, there was a lot of speculation, a lot of question marks concerning this bullpen, especially the closer role. You brought in Trace Hoffman from the JUCO ranks And he was initially thought to be the guy to step up in the closer role, but then comes along Grant Leonard, and man, he puts up amazing numbers, 11 saves, second best in the Iowa's all-time single season career mark. But of course, Trace Hoffman himself has been putting up spectacular numbers in his own right. What can you say about these two very talented individual pitchers here, coach? And and how the expectations at the beginning of the season have changed dramatically to where they are now, and really the reason behind it.
0: Yeah, I mean, with with Hoffman and and Leonard, those two have been outstanding, and then here here lately, uh, Kyle Schemp has been bridging um, for us and doing a nice job, and uh, but but Hoffman, you know grant gets the credit it seems like a lot with the the saves and he deserves that i mean he's done tremendous at closing games out but trace is essentially doing the same thing and the thing that trace does for us he comes in games uh in the dirty innings when when there's runners on base i mean he gets thrown into the worst situations and he succeeded uh the majority of the time you know he's sitting there with a five and one record 25 strikeouts and only five walks in 28 innings he's He's doing a really, really nice job and and gets a lot of ground balls for us and gets us out of some jams, and and then we hand it over to Grant, and Grant has just been stellar in in this season, and hopefully both of those guys can stay healthy and, and continue the run, but it's sure nice to know that you have those two guys at the back end of the bullpen.
1: Once again, everybody, you're listening to Hawkeye Baseball Talk as we have Hawkeye Extra here speaking with Rick Heller, head coach for the University of Iowa baseball team. Coach, I want to move on. And as we start to dip into this UC Irvine series, obviously the importance has not been lost on you, as you spoke about earlier, early on in this program. But every single series has its own unique twist to it. Every single series is different. Uh, But I would say, and I think it's very safe to say, that your team is very well battle tested. You won the series against Oklahoma State earlier on in the year, you swept Illinois. You even put up really good, ma- really good performances against Indiana. And, of course, we can all be thankful that you defeated our arch nemesis in Nebraska. And so with that all in mind, with, the, with knowing that each series is unique, what have been the big talking points or big focal points about what this weekend will bring?
0: Not, not really any different than, than, than any you know big series on the weekend. I mean, every series is big series. I mean... Irvine, the the challenge that we're going to face there is is a high high level pitching staff. Um, you know, the, the best overall pitching staff that we will have seen this season. Um, you know, one of the best in the country, I'd say, probably in the top five as far as uh, starting pitching in their closer. I mean, I don't know if you guys have looked at that, but their their closer has yet to give up a run this season in 26 innings. He's he's only given up 10 hits, no runs, no earned runs. He struck out 37 and walked two. So that tells you that you want to get the lead early, and and you don't want to let's take him out of the mix a lot like we did uh, with Nebraska and Ohio State. Um, you know we we got ahead in in situations on the in the Friday game and the Saturday game where they really couldn't use their closer. Uh, you know, in in against Ohio State, it ended up where he was a big part of the win on uh, Sunday when they beat us. Was they they went to him early and. I think the seventh inning, and uh, but anyway, you know, we got to get some runs early. We have to be disciplined. They're not going to walk people. Free bases are at an absolute premium every weekend, but even more so against Irvine, as uh, their pitchers are extremely stingy. They play great defense, uh, you know, outstanding defense, and um, you know they find ways to scrap and get on base offensively. And they have a couple marquee guys that. Um, you know, can really hurt you. You know the the Lewis kid has really big time numbers. He's got forty five RBIs, and twelve homers, and fifteen doubles, and uh, not easy to hit for power out on the west coast. at a lot of the ballparks are a lot of them are bigger with the the, the ocean air coming in. A lot of, a lot of times the ball doesn't carry. So those numbers are pretty impressive, knowing the places that he has to play. But um, you know if Cole McDonald goes out and pitches the way he's been pitching you know we're going to have a chance to win the game I, it's like every every game for us and the way we go about it we try to we try to play as clean a baseball as we possibly can make the other team earn everything don't so we'll get caught up in our results and just keep playing and play hard and at the end of the game hopefully you have a chance to, to win it and this is a series where both teams could play extremely well each game and somebody somebody's going to lose and and you hope the breaks go your way you get the call you get the the guy to step up and get the two-out hit, and that's what it's going to come down to if we play well.
1: And then, Coach, another thing, kind of spinning off of what you were talking about, you know, this is a masterful pitching staff, and I was just about to bring up the closer, but certainly now now let's just move on to some of the starters, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we have at least uh, all three of their well, their normal rotation starters have at least a 3.0 ERA or less, and... I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they have each pitcher has at least an average of six strikeouts per nine innings. And so, with that, you know, just looking when I've seen some of the film from from these guys, when I've looked at some of their past games, like you said, they are premier pitching staff, not afraid to throw at you, not afraid to throw inside, really make you work, and they're never going to give you something easy. You know, you've been really preaching patience at the plate. I mean, what's the kind what's the approach that is going to kind of best work out against this pitching
0: staff? Well, you know, like you said, they're, they're all, they're all quality arms and they're going to run it up into the low nineties or, or even a little bit better. So you're going to have some, some, some velocity guys that have three pitch mixes that they can throw for strikes. The thing, the thing they do exceptionally well is that they locate their fastball better than anybody that we've seen to this point. I mean, when they, when the pitch is called on the outside, it's on the outside. They're not missing location a bunch. Uh, but our our weekend, I think, is going to depend on us actually swinging the bats. I mean, yes, we need to be patient. But when you look you look at this statistically, at least in the first three innings, you have to go in figuring that they're going to throw strikes and you better be aggressive and and and, and get your pitch and get your best swing off and hopefully do some damage Um early or you know and then if if it's that weekend where they are off a little bit and they're not hitting with a certain pitch and you can eliminate that that's a great thing but you can't expect that going into the series
1: wrapping up our time with the university of iowa head baseball coach rick heller as he joins hawkeye baseball talk here on hawkeye talk extra and as we move along coach i hope you're okay with a bit of a funny question this was a question I asked Isaiah Fallard about two weeks ago, and I asked Zach Mackey the other week. And this is a question that has kind of rocked our studios here in Des Moines for quite some time. And I, I felt, you know what, what better way to get some, some clarity on this, get a solid answer than by asking you here, Coach. So here it is. How many holes does a straw have?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's been the one. Bouncing around uh, the team, I'm, i I'm uh, It
1: has won. <laughs> right, that's Fun. the. That's what I've been that's, thinking that's too. My take on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a perfect take. We we wanted to get to the bottom of it. We knew you'd get to the bottom yeah, of it, and so. I don't know
0: that's the right answer but
1: that's my answer well we'll take it and we'll go with it Uh, coach thank you so very much again everybody head coach rick heller for the university of iowa baseball catch him this today ladies and gentlemen don't miss out Uh, go to duane banks field catch this team today tomorrow and sunday you'll be glad you did coach i'm very glad that you stopped by the show today.
0: Yeah, thanks a lot, and hopefully, as you said, we'll have a big crowd all three days, and Hawk fans will come out and support us. And uh, It should be a fun, fun series for us.
1: Well, you heard it there, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Rick Heller, head coach for the University of Iowa baseball program. A big thank you to him for stopping by, because it's always a fun time when we get to talk with Coach Heller on the show. We'd love to do so a little more infrequently this week, but nonetheless, we'll get back to the more frequent conversations with Coach Heller. I do want to mention to uh, check out the Twitter page, at Hawkeye underscore talk, and you'll be able to catch this Hawkeye talk extra, as well as the normal episode, which will be coming out later today, Friday, May 3rd. Also, make sure to catch up on all the action for Hawkeye baseball this weekend as they take on the 25th-ranked UC Irvine Anteaters. It'll begin with first pitch tonight at 6.05 p.m. as Cole McDonald takes on Andre Palanti, and then Game 2 on Saturday at 2.05 p.m. first pitch, followed by Game 3 a 1.05 p.m. first pitch. You can catch all the action on the Hawkeye All Access TuneIn Radio app. And you can catch it among many other fine affiliates throughout the state of Iowa as Zach Mackey himself and Steve Duncan will be on the call for all three games live from Dwayne Banks Field. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, that'll wrap up and put a bow on our conversation, our Hawkeye Talk Extra for this week. Make sure to look out for more of those as we head into the future. And make sure to check out the Hawkeyes if you can get to Dwayne Banks Field this weekend. For myself, Andrew Brown, Zach Mackey, and Coach Heller himself, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for asking questions and giving your thoughts. Make sure to look forward for the full episode coming up later on today, and make sure to check out next week as we'll talk all about it and more right here on Hawkeye Baseball Talk.